Thank you for joining us today at Our Savior's Church, where we are one church meeting in seven different locations. We hope that today's message encourages and empowers you on your spiritual journey and helps you grow deeper in your relationship with God. To learn more about Our Savior's Church and how you can get involved, you can visit us online at OurSavior'sChurch.com. So today uh, we've, been, we've been doing a series called The Honor Code. And uh, we, we told you, I wanted to just really talk about the, uh, bringing honor into the home. And Heidi and I first thought we could talk about family, husband, wife, and children, and do honor in one session. That ain't going to happen. We just said, what, we're gonna, let's do two weeks. We'll do honor here between the husband and wife. And if you're single, lean in, because it's really for you too. It's getting you ready for it, right? So don't, and if you're, if you're a single mama, Lean in, because in Jesus' name, he's coming. Get ready. And we're, we're going to talk about honor here. And the next week, we'll, we'll go to children, children to parents, parents to children, because it does go both ways. And just really, and baby, you want to add to this, because what you were saying earlier really made a lot of sense. Why it's important that we start right here between this relationship in, in our homes. What I was saying back in the back? Yeah, what you were saying in the back. We talk in between services. I don't know if y'all know that. <laughs> and so it, the reason this is so important, and Eugene, you've, you've mentioned this in the first, the first couple of weeks of why you, even, why you even started this series on honor, which is going to become a book in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And because honor is an absolute lost art in the culture that we live in today. It, it is, and again, you know when you're old, when you say things like, never in my day have I ever seen it, you know, that we've tilted over the hill of being old and we start saying that now. But never before, <laughs> never has, have we lived in a time that has been the most dishonorable, the most disrespectful of one another. We're human beings created by the same God. We're human beings. We may have different opinions. We may have different perspectives. We may have different insights. And just because we disagree with someone or don't uh, agree with, with how someone's living or what they're saying or what their political views are does not give us an open door to dishonor them. Amen. That they're still, we are still children of God. We're brothers and we're sisters. We're part of a big family. And it, it's the most dishonorable time that we live in and go, if, if we just start talking about what God's word says to do about honor, and today we are speaking of in the marriage context, but it goes across all relationships. And to go, if, we, if, if there was a group of people, if there was a, a spiritual family that really took hold of what God's word says and really started living it out, the example and the witness that we would be to the world that we walk out into, and you wouldn't even have to say a word. You wouldn't have to say a word about Jesus. You wouldn't have to say a word about your church. You wouldn't have to say a word about the work God's doing in you, that people could clearly see that you were, gonna, you were standing out and apart simply by the life that you were living before them and being honorable to the people that God's put in your life. That's what she yeah. said to me behind the stage. Wasn't yeah. that good right there? So 
with that, yeah. we want to just jump right in. I want to go straight to the scripture because I, I love this that the Bible's not going to, he's not, you're not going to have to try to figure out who he's talking about. So if you're wondering today, is, is today's message for you? The answer is yes. This is a word from Jesus to you. And I, I want you to lean in. We're going to start by going to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. And, and, and he begins, but among the Lord's people, it means he's giving us a message that he's not giving to the rest of the world. So this is for us. If you're here, how many of you are part of the Lord's people? Let me see your hand. Just wave at me. Go, I belong to the Lord. Then this message is for us. He's, he's not putting the same standard on the world. He's saying, but among the Lord's people, which is us. Women are not independent of men. I'd like to stop there, but I know you girls are going to read on ahead of me, aren't you? <laughs> he goes on to say, women are not independent of men, and men are not independent of women. You, you, you Stay with me. For although the first woman, Eve, came from a man, Adam, Every other man was born from a woman, and everything comes from God. Okay, now just humor me for a second, indulge me for a moment, because I want to read that same passage, but I want to read it. Dr. Eugene Peterson, he wrote a paraphrased version of the Bible. I'm not saying it's equal to the Bible, but he, he rewrote it to say what he hears it saying. So that's what this is. It's called the message version. And we, and we have said in the past, this is, this is more everyday talk. More Opelousa's eyes. Yeah, <laughs> this is a good version for us here in Opelousa's. Yeah. So this is the same verse, but this is Eugene Peterson's, the Opelousa's version. How about yeah. that? Don't, by the way, read too much into the differences here between men and women. Neither man nor woman go it alone or can claim priority. Man was created first as a beautiful, shining reflection of God. That is true. But the head on a woman's body clearly outshines in beauty the head of her head, her husband. The first woman came from man, true. But ever since then, every man comes from a woman. And since virtually everything comes from God anyway, let's quit going through these who's first routines. So, what, what's he saying? He's going, look, y'all, y'all keep going. Yeah, the man, the man is the head. The man's the head. And the woman, she's the, and, and, and I want to just stop and pause just for a second because I, I, I want to show some honor. I want to say this about women. First of all, I'm very thankful for Pastor Jacob Aranza. I'm very thankful for he and Michelle. They have always given a platform and a place for women. They have never said, they, as Heidi would say, well, you call it the He-Man. They have never been a part of the He-Man hater, Woman Haters Club. He-Man Woman Haters Club. Yeah, they've never been a part of that. That they've given place to women and said, 
And Pastor Jacob said, Eugene, I mean, to Heidi, Michelle, look, y'all go with women's ministry. They've never, they've always thrown fuel on this gift. They've encouraged the gift that's in Heidi and said, go, girl, go get them. And, and it, it, when, Heidi is submitted to leadership. She's submitted to her husband. She's submitted to, we're submitted both to our pastors and, but they have not, that has not been a hindrance to us. That's been just the opposite. It's fueled us and, and given incredible opportunities. I'm very proud of Heidi as well. I mean, just the gift that's in her. I am married to a woman who's called by God, who has a gift to teach. And if there was, I have, a, every man has some insecurity, but if I had a lot of insecurity, I wouldn't let her come forward. I would want to, because it would, Okay, there have been times she's outshined me. Okay, I'm, and I'm cool with it. Because that's my wife. I'm good with that. My kids said, I asked my kids one time at the dinner table, who's the best preacher in the house? And they all looked at each other and went, Mom. I went, dang it. Anyway, so I'm very, I'm very grateful and honored. I want to honor Heidi. I want to say this to all of you girls. The best ministry of our Savior's church and has been the doorway for lost people, families to come into the church has come through the doorway of women's ministries. Y'all have been absolutely the very best. We just called on a Sunday night a few weeks ago, a women's night, and we're putting out chairs for women. Do you know what would happen if I called a men's night? 300 cupcakes would be way too many. <laughs> and you go, well, is that because it's bad? No, no, it's not because the men's is bad. It's just that God's breathing on what the women are doing. And I'm just telling you, girls, y'all are the key to reaching this community. Men, you got a place too. I'm just telling you, you are, and God's breathing on it. So I'd like to, us men would like to give you girls a hand. You're doing amazing. <laughs> Paul's right, don't make too much of the difference. Watch what Peter is going to add in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 7. So in that context, this relationship, husband to wife, in the same way, you husbands must give honor. Oh, he's going to begin. He's going to show us where the seed is. Give honor to your wives. And remember, I said honor is not about putting someone else up on the pedestal. Honor is about lowering yourself. It's not about lifting them up. It's about lowering you. So honor can't really happen unless there's humility there. That you're willing, some, that you overcome your insecurity to go, I want to make sure I lift this, I want to make sure I honor her. And I don't do it by lifting her up. I do it by lowering myself willing to serve her. In the same way, you husbands must give honor to your wives. Watch what he says. Treat your wife with understanding. Now this is where it gets hard, because they hard to understand. It's true. You want to add anything true. to that? No, we, are, we can't understand ourselves half the time, so. <laughs> We wrestle all day trying to understand ourselves. So I can only imagine what it feels like. So we're trying to understand. Yeah. 
right? It's treat your wife with understanding. I'm going to talk to you about that in a moment. As you live together, she may be weaker than you are. The girls, don't, don't. Just wait a minute. I'm going to explain. She may be weaker than you are. Okay, what does that mean then? Smarter? No, no, girls, we know you're smarter than we are. It's true. Thank you. <laughs> you are smarter. We know that you can do multitask better than we can multitask. That you can do 100 things at once, and we can do one, two, maybe three if we're really good. Right? That's why it's always dangerous even to send us to the store to get more than one thing. If Heidi sends me pictures. After 34 years, you would think you would know the kind of milk we buy. <laughs> and, and he still doesn't. Okay, let me, so what does weaker mean? <laughs> I, I could do one or two things, okay? <laughs> Okay, what does weaker mean? Ready, girls, this is what it means. It simply means he can probably do more push-ups than you. That he is stronger. It just means that there are physiological, is that a good word, Doc? Is that a good word? Physiological. There's, there's a difference between us physically that I can do, I can lift heavier stuff. And you're strong. Upper body strength, I have more upper body strength than I can do some pull-ups. Heidi's like, anyway. So it's, it's, it just means I can do more. That's all it means. He goes, look, you, you, she may be weaker than you. She may not be as strong as you, but she is your equal partner in God's gift of new life. So remember, he's, he's, we've already set you up. This is among God's people. This is, there's a new way, there's a new life. Husbands, give honor to your wife, understand them. They may be weaker, but they're your equal partner. Treat her as you should, treat. Treat her as you should, so your prayers will not be hindered. Let me translate it for you. If you're not treating your wife right, you're knocking on the door of heaven and nobody's answering it. God will go, the access you have to God will be determined by how you treat the girl he gave you. Now, you're not, I'm talking to men. Whether God hears you or not is going to be determined by how you treat the girl that God gave you. I'm just going to let it sink for a second. So I want to talk to you about how can there be honor? If the scripture's telling me I gotta I need to honor her, if she I gotta understand her, and even though I can do more push-ups than she, she is my equal partner in this. And I want my I want to treat her in such a way that when I do knock on heaven, God says, what you need. I'm here. And so I want to just give you three, three thoughts from the passage of Scripture that we just read. So here, men, just humor me. I'll, I'll let you take your phone out because you might, want to need, you might want to write this down. Number one, 
Honor her with understanding. Honor her with understanding. Okay. I don't know any other way to understand her. She is complicated and more complicated. Remember, when God made Adam and Eve in the garden, the first thing, the Bible says that he formed Adam out of the dirt. So, men, once you think this way, think Play-Doh. He made a leg. He made another leg. He formed him, breathed life into him. But the scripture says when it came to the woman, he took the rib out of the man and then he fashioned her, which means more complicated, which means he took his time, which means she is the crown of all creation, is woman. Men, I'm giving, I'm setting this up for you, bro. I'm I'm setting this up. She is the crown of all creation. Whew. Let's close in prayer. This ain't going good. (laughs) So she is more complicated. So to understand her, I don't know of any other way to understand except by communicating, which really means listening. There's really a way to honor her is by listening to her. Okay, men, I know this is very, very hard. I'm married. I know. And we have a lot to say. Y'all have a lot to say. And about the time you get into about 10%, girls, of what you're going to say, we've already figured out three solutions to your problem. And we can fix that problem if you'll let us jump. But how many know that's not going to help you understand her? And there's only one way is by her understanding. And I would say this to you. Learn this after we've been married 34 years. The first seven years were pretty rough, so there's been 27 pretty good ones. Um, uh, once all the kids got out of the house, they've been really great after that. Um, it's amazing how those kids, how, how much mind space and heart emotion space they took uh, in your wife. And so she's, she, she needs to have that where she can just download what's going on in her life. And that's the only way you'll begin to start to understand her is by talking. And so for our early days, and if you've got little kids, it's really hard. When we had little bitty small children, that was at bedtime. Bedtime was Heidi time. After kids went to bed, it was Heidi time. Like if she wanted to talk, we're going to talk. If she wanted to watch the news, we're going to watch the news, whatever. She got, she was in charge of that, go if she wanted to emote, and and I just had to learn to discipline myself not to jump in because she didn't want me to fix it. She just wanted me to hear it. Does that make sense? She just wanted to. Yeah. And, and men, I'm giving you words. I'll help you. Just say things like this. Just go, wow, <laughs> baby. Say things like this. I'm so sorry. If you really want to, if you really want, if you really want her to talk, say, how did, how did that make you feel? If you'll say that, she'll just keep going. Let me tell you something. And then she'll change subjects in mid-sentence. She'll just jump onto something else. I mean, it's like, and then you're, you're going, uh, yeah, but I didn't even speak to that one yet. 
you just let her, but what are you doing? You're evaluating. You're just, and most of the time, it's just to under, she just needs you to understand. Listening is honor. Most of the time when we're walking through something, we really just need somebody to not fix it, just listen, just so we can get it up and out. And we always feel better at the end. <laughs> listen, it shows that you value her and that you honor her. So honor her one with understanding. Uh, number two, let me give you the second. You need to honor her as the weaker vessel. Remember girls, it's just push-ups. And that means that you are going to provide for her protection and provision is a way to honor her, is to protect and to provide. Let me, let me give you some, some good ones. Ready? Yeah, I'm going to give you some application today. When you leave church today, today, let's see if you can apply the word. When you walk out to your car, you need to walk over to her side first and open the door for her. <laughs> Ladies, let me tell you what's going to happen. He going to forget. <laughs> and y'all are going to walk out there to the car. He's going to get in on his side. He going to get he going to start the car, get the AC up, get his belt on, and then he's going to look over and he's going to see you remaining outside. <laughs> the door don't say anything don't go didn't you hear the preacher you you just just smile just stand there it's gonna take him a minute as you're sweating yeah it sweats running down your face it's gonna take a minute just smile and wipe it off he gonna undo that belt jump up run around there oh baby i'm sorry he gonna open that door and you say thank you baby and you get on in there, he gonna close it, run back around. He gonna forget when y'all leave Super One. Do the same thing. Do it three times. Just, just trust your pastor. Three times, he'll get it. It may take some of you four, but he gonna get it. And don't stand there with an attitude. Don't do an attitude. Get your hand just off smile. your hip. Just smile, because you know, I only got two more times to do this, and he gonna get it. Take the trash out. You were created to take out the trash. God made you stronger than her so you could carry out the trash. Mow the grass or get her a zero turn. Uh, mow the grass. Are y'all tracking with me? Tend to her, treat her, as Heidi is a strong girl, and, and we, we went around a little bit at the beginning in our relationship with this, and finally I said to her, quit grabbing the handle of the door. And she's like, what do you mean? I said, I'll walk over here to open the door for you, and you grab the handle. And i got to grab my hand to take your hand off the handle so I can get the door. Quit grabbing the door. She said, well, I mean, I can open the door. I go, no, 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 see... You have to let me. This is part of my role before God. And I feel the smile of God when I'm operating in what I'm supposed to be operating. So listen to me. Here's a word to you girls. Let him. Yeah. Let, no, 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 don't clap, girls. 
because I've talked to too many of you. You go, well, I don't want to do that, and I'm I'm woman, hear me roar, you know, all that. <laughs> don't act like you ain't in here, because I've heard you. I go, no, no, I, I've, heard, I've heard brothers, you know, go, man, I wanted to do this for my wife, and she said no, and I said, she said no? Are you kidding me? Dude, you're fulfilling your role, protection, provision, go do it. Put a bow on it, deliver it to the house. Trust me, after she gets it and gets that new car smell up in there, she's going to be going, you the man. <coughs> so girls, let him, let him be the man. Let him. Trust me, let him. And if he, if he does and you let him, he'll try to do even more and greater exploits of strength. Because that's how God made us. Let us be the hero. Y'all receive that, girls? But that's not all. It's not just physical, though. No. It, it's, it's also the emotional strength. So, stronger vessel. You want to jump in here? Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the emotional weight, too. Women, we... We don't have to try to worry about things. We, we're just going to worry. We're going to worry about the kids, and we're going to worry about the finances, and we're going to worry about the bills that are due, and we're going to worry about the, the grass that's dying, the trees that are dying, and we're going to worry about every, family members and jobs, and we're going to worry for other people because they don't have enough people worrying for them, so we're going to worry about people that we don't even know. Mm-hmm. We're just going to worry, and we're going to worry, and we're going to worry. The emotional weight is the husband coming alongside and helping to bear the emotional weight. What, what does that mean? Meaning that, that you're speaking, baby, it's going to be okay. You know what? That child, no, we've said the right thing. We prayed. God's got them. No, God, the finances, it's going to be fine. God's going to be, it's, it's speaking peace to the storm that rages within us at times. It's helping to carry what we feel the emotional weight of, and it's not coming in necessarily and fixing it. It's just letting us know that you're there and that you're speaking truth and encouragement and faith. That helps lighten the load. And then there are things that you can do. Well, you know what? Let me take care of that. I'm going to deal with that child that you've gone round and round with. I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to make that phone call. It helps lift the weight off of our shoulders by coming alongside and, and just it's saying some very simple things that make a very big difference. It's true. It is true. Yeah. Very good, Lovey. And let me let me give you number three real quick. So number one was honor with understanding. That's yeah. by listening. Honor her as the weaker vessel, protection and providing. <clears throat> Not just physical, but the emotional weight. And then number three, to honor her as the equal partner. Okay. Yeah. When I got when I was a single man, I was the smartest dude ever. And then we marry. God just increased the wisdom. Half my wisdom is found in that woman. I'm so appreciative of Heidi, in case you girls didn't know this. I mean, she's, she's, she's prominent in women's ministry, but that's not her only thing. Heidi's in it to win it. She's in. She's in staff meetings. I bring stuff home to her. She, how was your day? What happened at the meeting? I may be at a directional meeting or a meeting that oversees all of our Savior's church. What was said at the meeting? How'd the meeting go? What was that? And I'm going to go, baby, I need to download this because I need wisdom. 
I'm thinking about doing this. And she'll go, that's not a good idea. Let me tell you why. She's speaking into this part just as much as I speak into her part. And so it's, it's this equal partnership that goes back and forth that half my wisdom is located here. Even sometimes when there's struggles going on, maybe a struggle within the church, it happens. I'm bringing it to her. What do you think? What do you see? Because she is half the wisdom. I want to run things by her. But I also have the, and so do you husbands, have the responsibility before God, not only to steward the giftings and callings in, in your own life, but also the giftings and callings of the wife that God gave you. It's your responsibility. So I'm, I'm a part of women's ministry. Thank, you're welcome, girls. I was going to go get y'all some cookies at Super One, you know what I mean? No, Heidi had a meeting the other night with girls and ministry and stuff and girl stuff. And I said, baby, what do you want me to do? I mean, I mean, I'll go, go somewhere or something. She goes, no, I want you there. I go, oh, I'm in the meeting? Yes, yes, you're in the meeting. I go, okay. And I did pretty good, I thought. You did awesome. I did good? Yeah, I was, in, I was like, I'm in a girl's meeting. This is awesome. <laughs> it was amazing. Y'all just talk. Everybody talked. They, they'd look over at me and i go, I'm good. You know, that's it. So I, w I want you to know that you got to honor one another as equal partner, that you do appreciate and honor the wisdom. Half the wisdom that God is going to give you is located in the partner that you're married to. Yeah. Honor it. Yeah. Bring it to them. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be pulling up a bass boat and going, look, baby, look what I got us. Is that too close to home? You, you, that should be, baby, here, let's talk about this. Here's what we're thinking. What, yeah, let's, if we're going we're gonna to fly together or we're going to die together. We're going we're gonna, we're gonna to get there at the same time. We're equal partners in this thing called life. And it'll be a way of honoring her when you come home and say, baby, I wanna, need to run some things by you that's happening at the office. Her EQ on things... You, 99% of every couple I've ever met, the woman's EQ, emotional quotient, is way higher than the man's. She's going to see things and sense things that you can't see or sense. And you're going to need the wisdom that God gave you through the woman that he gave you. Do you all receive that, men? Honor the girl that he gave you. And open the door. Yeah. And, and let me, before, before I, I'm going to read a couple of, of scriptures that speaks to the wives, to their husbands. But before I do, I just, I want to say this to the husbands. Again, this is all, it's all about honor on, on both sides. But for husbands to truly honor your wife is also to be, to be honest with her and to be truthful with her. And it's not just staying out of the way and letting her just do her thing and not rocking the boat and just keeping peace at all costs. That's not honoring. Because we can't see everything. We can't see every perspective. We don't, we don't know everything. And there's going to be some times that you're going to have to speak truth to her and go, baby, that, that looks bad on you when you do. And, and, and Eugene has done that over the years. Eugene has spoken truth to me over the years more than any other person on the planet. Because, I, again, I wasn't realizing what I was doing. I didn't, wasn't realizing how I was coming across. I didn't realize what my tone looked like or actions or whatever. And he came, loved me enough and honored me enough to speak truth to me. Because if he can't speak truth to me 
And chances are, I'm not going to let anybody else speak truth to me. Does that make sense? And, and even this as silly, it's not silly, but as, as minor as the, uh, opening the car door, there were those early years I'm going, I don't need anybody to open my car door. I'm a big girl. I know what I'm doing. And, and he would say, how do you stop it? Stop. I'm trying to do something nice. And it was for all the issues, and we're not going to go through them today, but I had all the issues, that it was hard for me to let someone do nice things for me. It was hard for so it was hard for me because I was so independent and there was all the reasons why and that's you know freedom conference later but it, there was all the reasons why it, it was so hard for me to let others do nice things for me especially my own husband because I was so independent and I, I, I made my own way and he would have to tell me things like like that how do you let me do this for you let me treat you let me because when you don't you're robbing me of doing the very thing God's asked me to do and so I'm saying that husbands that you can graciously speak truth it doesn't mean that you never speak truth it's that that you do speak truth but it's gracious helping them understand where you're coming from does that make sense okay good um okay Ephesians we're going to read Ephesians one of our the women's favorite verses in all the Bible and um one of the verses that have been taken out of context more than any other verse in the Bible. And as, as, I, as I read this, and, and it's, it's talking about submission, and it has been, submission has been so taken out of context and taken to use to manipulate, to harm, to bring pain to, and it's all wrapped up in this word submission. And so women have a distorted view of what submission is. Men have a distorted view of what submission is. And at the bottom line, the root of everything, submission really is honor. Submission isn't less than, and Eugene's made, made it very clear, and, 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 and rightfully so. Being submitted is not less than. It's showing honor to someone. And so in, in, I'm, I'm going to read these verses and then we're going to talk about it. But in, I'm, I'm not changing the word of God, but I'm, 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 I'm using the word honor uh, alongside submit. And, and we're going to read it that way. So Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21. It says, submit or honor one another out of reverence for Christ. So before the Bible ever talks about women or wives submitting to their husbands, God's word says, but you're first to submit to one another. And we've talked about that in years past. There's going to be times that I am going to have to submit. I'm not going to agree with something that Eugene wants to do, but I need to submit to that, show honor to him, and, and let that call be made. But there's, there's other times when I feel strongly about something, really feel like I see something clearly, and he submitted to that and go, baby, I don't really see it, but you know what? I'm going to trust that. It's submitting one to another. Go yeah, ahead. I just want to say, I mean, just so real life, right? Yeah. Heidi and I, it was probably, what, three or four months ago. You probably not even, it's not know. a major deal, but you're, you're going to, you're, you, I'll tell you after. You'll remember exactly what the okay. situation was. You and I saw totally different perspectives on one issue. Okay. Totally different. Okay. And you went, I just feel so strongly about it. I just, I'm just... And I, I think either you or me, one of us said, let's call Pastor Jacob. And, you, and I think oh, you went. Yeah, I remember. Call Pastor Jacob, and whatever he says, we'll call it, that'll be where we land. But, and it wasn't issue. because I didn't trust you. I just, I was, 
yeah, yes. it was very, you, very different perspectives, it, right? It, it could have blown up on me, right? Yeah, it, it, I was saying it for your sake. Yes, yes. You were, you were protecting me. Yes. I wanted to do something you thought it was risky. We're not talking about sin. Not, not sin. Yeah, no. and, and I said, baby, I don't see it that way. I see it as totally, this is, mm -hmm. I don't care. I don't care what anybody thinks. And you're like, baby. I was concerned about your yes. people seeing you in a in bad a different way. In a yeah. bad way. Yeah. And I said, baby, I don't care. And, uh, and, but we were at an impasse. Mm -hmm. And we said, well, let's go to someone that we both respect, that loves us, honors us, and we honor them, showing honor again. Let's call. Pastor Jacob was honored by that, that we would even call mm -hmm. because we were having an impasse on a discussion. And he went, man of God, go for it. Get after it. So I called high and went, yeah, I was right. <laughs> no, went back and no, said. No, you didn't. And I, I was did. good with that. I just wanted, it, because it really was for your best good I was concerned about. So that's, that's submitting. It's honoring to one another. That's right. And then we're going to go on in verse 22. It says, wives, submit or uh, honor show honor to your own husbands as you do to the lord for the husband is the head of the wife's wife as christ is the head of the church his body of which he is the savior now the church submits honors christ so that wives should honor show should show honor submit to their husbands in everything and then it goes on in verse 33 to say this. It says, however, each one of you must love his wife, talking to husbands, as he loves himself. And the wife must respect, and then I'm also going to use the word honor, her husband. Submission is really honor. Respect. The Bible asks and says the wife, we should respect our husbands. When we respect our husbands, we show them honor. It is honoring to our husbands when we respect them. It is dishonoring to our husbands when we disrespect them. And or back in the early years, and again, we had about five or six, I mean. Seven. Seven. How those early years, again, I was coming in, again, independent, strong. Nobody has to take care of me. I can make my way in this world. Eugene comes in strong. He saw things one way. I mean, there was, there was some impasses happening. And the, the times that I saw Eugene get the most defensive, throw the most walls up, respond not good, I didn't know it then, but at, looking back, it was the times that he thought I was being disrespectful to him. And it may have been what I was saying. It may have not even been what I was saying. It was how I was saying it or the time that I said it or the attitude that I had when I said it or the tone of voice that I had when I said it. it he was taking it as disrespect. And that's when he became defensive because the greatest thing men can be shown is to respect them. Respect is honor to them respect is love to them and if they don't feel like the woman closest to them walking through life with them if she doesn't respect him then it's very very difficult for that relationship to continue to grow and to continue to be in a good place if that husband feels disrespected does that make sense 
And so again, you can use those words uh, t together because the, the seed of it is honor. The seed of everything we're talking about today is honor. The fruit that grows out of the seed, it's the submission, it's the respect, it's the love, it's the admiration, it's the tending to, it's the caring for, it's the understanding, but at the root of it all is honor. Every single couple that we've ever talked to over all the years, every single couple we've walked with, every single couple that we have had, and we all go through hard times, but when you sit down and you really start having the conversation, the root of it always begins with honor. Somebody's not honoring the other one. And, or or you, you create this stalemate. Well, he doesn't honor me, so I'm not going to honor him. Well, that's beautiful. That's this stupid. is exactly where y'all are going to stay for the rest of your life. Because somebody has got to go, I'm going to honor him whether I feel like he deserves it or not. He can say, I can honor you. And we're, and we're going to talk about that just in a minute. But when you respect your husband, you're showing honor to him. It, you, it's saying things like, I'm proud of you. Have you told your husband lately that you're proud of him? That you're proud of him. You're proud of his work ethic. You're proud that he gets up on Monday mornings and goes to a job that he doesn't particularly like. That you're proud of him for providing for your family. That you're proud of him for the work that he does. That you're proud of him for, for uh, loving you and loving the children and, 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 and being a man in the home. That you're proud of him. That, that those words, those are, that's saying to him, I respect you. You can even come out and say, I respect you. And I've told Eugene over the years, once I got the revelation of this, and it took me a while to get it, but once I got the revelation of it and began to understand how much that means to him to be able to tell him, Eugene, I do respect you. And I've told him this. I've written it in cards for his birthday. I've told him this verbally. There's not a man on the planet that I respect more than Eugene. There's nobody. Because I know, what, I know what he's like publicly, and he's the same man publicly that he is privately. He doesn't put on a mask and become something to everybody else and then come home and change and be another person. Eugene is the real deal. And he is the most genuine man, full of integrity. He is a man of honor. I've learned honor by watching Eugene because there's times Eugene's giving honor to people that I'm sitting back and going, ah, I'm not real sure I would be doing that. <laughs> but again, that's my own issue for another time. But in faith, he would honor. And that I just go, Eugene, I respect you for that. Because there's not a lot of men that would do that. I, re I respect the humility that he walks with. I respect, and I could sit here and talk all day, and he would let me talk all day. But <laughs> Yeah, we got time, baby. The kickoffs. Oh, no. <laughs> Half time be fine. But that's how you honor your husband, is by saying those words to him. Telling him thank you. We're going to talk about it next week, even with our children. That you thank him. Baby, thank you. Thank you for working so hard. Thank you for that we, we were able to go and do this. Or thank you that, that this was able to happen. But I recognize that. And I'm so appreciative. And I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you for opening that car door. When I'm certainly capable myself opening that car. Thank you for opening that car door for me. Thank you for thinking ahead. And being mindful and tending to me. Thank you. Those are the words. But th this is what, this is also what 
is not respectful. And we don't mean it. I, I know you girls don't mean it. But when we begin, it's, the, it's, the, it's not just the words that we say, but it's the manner in which we say them, the tone. We cannot speak to our husbands like they're our children because they're not. They are a man that God's put in your life, and he may not be where he needs to be. But it's your words of encouragement, your words of respect, your words of honor that you're going to start seeing the growth and the work of God in him by the words that you're speaking over him. Don't speak to your husband like he's one of your children. That's disrespectful to him. And he may not be able to communicate that, but that's when you see the uprising. That's when you see the, uh, the walls come up or, or the defense mechanism kick in. Is when men feel like they're being treated like one of the children. That's disrespectful to them. That God's word shows and speaks clearly that we're to respect our husbands, both, both privately to them and publicly. Publicly meaning showing honor and respect to our husbands when he's not there. It's not getting with our girlfriends and telling them every wrong thing he did that week. It's not going to work and uncovering all his weaknesses and then going, well, my husband is slicing and dicing him. That's not honor and respect. There's people you can go to and should go to. If there's issues and you need help and you need wisdom on how to handle something, there's a right place to go. But it's not in the public setting. And I've been around it too much. And you girls, I am a girl and I know it. I've been around too many girls over the years that just get, when they get together, it is like just, just again, just slice and dice the husband and everything they've done and what they haven't done and this one and he and da, da, da. And it's the most dishonoring thing. And then you wonder why God's not blessing your marriage and you wonder why you're not growing closer together and you wonder why it seems like God's not doing a work. It's because you're not showing honor to the very gift that God gave you. That we are to clearly honor our husbands. There's a there's a passage that I'm gonna we're gonna wrap this up. We didn't write, even write this. Victor can come back if he wants to. Can I say that? I call him Victor. Yeah. You call him Vic. Victor can come back. Victorious. Victorious is exactly what he is. Um, but there's so many women that I've also talked to over the years that whose husbands either aren't saved or they aren't as spiritually mature or walking the spiritual journey that their wives are taking. And Pastor Jacob has said this ever since we've known him and we've repeated and quoted him a million times over. When he, when he says this, when you cannot respect or honor the person, you honor their position. When you, when you cannot, and we'll talk about that, you're going to talk about that in the upcoming weeks. What do you do when someone doesn't deserve the honor? How do you honor someone that doesn't seem honorable? And there's times that you, you're, whether, and in this context with a husband and a wife, that when you cannot show the honor to the person, that you can show the honor to the position that they hold. And in 1 Peter chapter 3, this is a promise. If you're a woman in here and you have a husband who is not saved and doesn't know the Lord, or he's not living for God like you would hope that he would, this is a promise of God's word that you can hold on to. And it says this, 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 1 and 2. It says, Wives, in the same way submit yourselves or show honor to your husbands. Still honor them. 
so that if any of them do not believe the word, meaning that are not believers, do not believe Jesus, do not have a relationship with him, by showing honor to him, if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives when they see the purity and the reverence of your life. That's a promise that God's word gives to us. For those spouses, and it can go either, it can go either way. It can be husbands, and if your wife is, is not a believer. But specifically, Peter's talking to the wives whose husbands aren't a believer. And, and every word that's in God's word is inspired by God. It's inspired by the Holy Spirit. And though men pen the words, they were inspired by the Spirit of God to write what God was telling them. And I find it very interesting that Peter says when he writes these words that they may be won over without words. He didn't have to put that part in. He could say they could have been won over by the behavior of their wives so that when they see the purity and the reverence that's lived before them. He didn't have to put without words. But he put without words that by showing honor to your husband, a husband that's an unbeliever that doesn't know Jesus, that they can be won over and that they can turn their lives to God simply by the life that you live before them without using any words. I have a theory as to why. I don't know. We'll talk about it in heaven when I get there. We'll see. But my theory is they included the words without words because they knew women say all the words. And we're going to say everything and then some. And that if you have a husband that's unbelieving or not as far along spiritually as you would like for them to be, I promise you, you have already said everything you've needed to say. I promise you, you have. You've gone up, down, all around it. You've underlined things in your Bible. You've written him notes. You've underlined things in the car that he needed to know. You've done, you've left post-it notes. You've sent him text messages of scripture. You, you've probably said everything you've needed to say. And there comes a time where you go, God, I'm just going to shut my mouth and I'm going to live a life before him that represents Jesus. And by my actions and by my attitude and by the way I live my life, God, I ask that you come and you breathe on that and that you're speaking to him with words that I don't even need to speak anymore. And that's God's promise for you that that spouse is going to turn around and come to know Jesus by the life that you live before them. What, what a powerful promise that that is. Don't be overly religious. If you have a spouse that's not saved or a spouse that isn't, again, spiritually mature, don't be so overly religious that you give God a bad name. Don't throw Jesus into the middle of everything. Just live Jesus out. Just live it out. And let your actions speak louder than your words and point them to the heart of the one that you love and serve. And I always have to, I always do a disclaimer because I know a room filled with as many people that are here. There's going to be some in here. We are not talking about abusive relationships. We're not talking about harmful marriages, abuse in a marriage. We're not talking about that. 
And that's where we can get help and help you get where you need to get and get some understanding for what you need to do. We're not saying that you allow abuse to happen just because you're honoring them. Don't let these words get twisted. We're talking in a, in a, in a, in a regular, abuse-free, harm-free marriage. When you're trying to honor one another, you watch and see. If you want to grow and grow that marriage, and, and we said it at the beginning of the message, there's no greater testimony, especially in the world that we live in. There's no greater testimony for a husband and wife to love God and to love one another. For a husband and wife to honor God and to honor one another. If you just do those two things, you watch and see the difference you're going to make in the world around you because it is so absent of honor in every way. Those actions are going to speak louder than any words that you could say. I'm going to quote Pastor Jacob again. We're quoting Pastor Jacob today. If, if we'll just love men, if we'll just love Jesus and love our wife, we're on a head-on collision for the destiny of God. Love Jesus and love our wife. Isn't it amazing that when God would choose Abraham, there was a man who honored God and he led his household well. New Testament those who are going to be elders in the church, he starts talking about how does he honor God and does he honor this relationship and his children. And that's how God chose and called men to serve in his kingdom. Do you think it's going to be any different with us? I just love God and love this woman. And I love me some Heidi now. And she is, she is, she is, that's true, baby. I'm sitting there thinking, you're very kind, things you said, but you have said those words. She has said, I really respect you. <laughs> Whoo, girls, all that made me want to do is do better. Do better. And isn't it crazy when you, the power of life and death are in the tongue? that we end up reaping and eating of the seeds that we planted. I'm eating, I'm reaping the seeds that I planted and she's reaping the seeds that she's planted by the words of our mouth. And, we, we, and then we use our words to tear down instead of speaking in faith sometimes of what we're going to see one day. You are a man of God. I do believe in you. I do respect you. You're a woman of God. There's nobody like you. I'm telling you, God's got his hand on your life. I'm telling you, baby, you're, God's gifted you. It's the words. And if we'll use those in honor, we'll watch God show up in the middle. And when we knock on heaven's door, he opens it up and goes, what do you need? And come to our rescue if we'll just learn the principle of honor. It all begins with So, Father, today, may the seeds of the word, your word, be planted today, fall in the hearts of men and women in the room. You said, not us, not in this family. We're going to operate a different way, not by political power, not by manipulation, but by honor, to honor one another, to honor you first, and then honor, you said in your word, love God with all your heart. You're just talking about honor. Love your neighbor. Honor your neighbor as yourself. And so, Father, today we're talking about husbands and wife. My closest neighbor, Heidi, 
to honor her, to honor her, to honor her husband. Father, I pray that the seeds of your word would be planted and out of it are going to be to produce love and faith and submitting and walking together and unity and becoming on the same team and oneness. But it all begins with honor. I pray that it produce 30, 60, 100 fold this word in our life. So we thank you for your word today. We give you praise, glory, and honor. And now with every head bowed and every eye closed, Christian, would you please pray right now? Just pray that the lost would be found. Maybe you're here today and you're far from Jesus and you know it. And if you died today, you're not sure where you could, you'd spend eternity. If you died today, you do not know if you'd go to heaven or you'd go to hell. I want you to know there's good news. The bad news is that we're all sinners and we fall short. And that because of sin... It has its own wages. The Bible calls it death, eternal separation from God. We all go to hell. Here's the good news. It's the reason why Jesus came. He lived a sinless life. He died on the cross to pay for the sins of the world, yours and mine. Which means as Holy Spirit's here today to forgive you of everything you've ever done in your life. All you have to do is repent and ask him to be your Lord, to be born again. And maybe you're here today and you're ready to make things right with God. He loves you. He's not mad at you. He's here today. And you can give your heart to him today. You can become born again. It's easy as ABC. Admit you're a sinner. Believe that Jesus paid your sin penalty on the cross. And then see, confess him as Lord. Make him your boss. And so if that's you today and you're ready to be born again, no one's looking but me, I want to pray for you. If you say, Pastor Eugene, I'm ready. Today's my day. I'm going to give my heart to the Lord. I'm ready to be born again. Would you lift your hand up all over this room? No one's looking but me. Just hold it up high. Today's my day. I'm ready to be forgiven of my sin. Hold it up high. Thank you. I see hands all over the building. Would you pray this with me? This is not a magic prayer, but this will help you. Just the cry of your heart. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, please forgive me. I'm a sinner, and I need forgiveness. I repent of my sin. I turn from my wicked ways, and I'm surrendering to you. Come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Give me the grace I need to follow you. I surrender my life to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we give God praise? A bunch of hands went up. Thank you all. Great job, baby. Our prayer team, I'm going to ask them to come stand up front. If you prayed to receive Christ today, if you raised your hand, do me one more favor, just one favor, one step. Would you mind just stopping by and grabbing a prayer team member and going, I prayed to receive Christ today? Just tell them and let them pray with you, and they're going to send you on your way. Why don't you stand to your feet real quick? I want to pray over you and bless you as you go. Now may the Lord bless you, keep you. Cause this face to shine upon you. You're going out, so you're coming in again. May all that you set your hands to, seeking first the kingdom of God, may he bless it and prosper it. And I bless you in the name of the Father, his Son, Jesus, and the all-abiding Holy Spirit. You just say, I receive that. We love you. God bless you. Have a fantastic day.